0: Hello everyone, my name is Jasper Benitez, and welcome to Making Sense of the Cuban in Me. In today's podcast, I want to provide you with some information on the Cuban National Anthem. But before we begin, let's take a moment to discuss how and why I came to learn it. As you all heard in my last podcast, I am a first-generation Cuban-American, which means I was born in the United States of America to parents who immigrated from Cuba. They fled Cuba in the 70s after Fidel Castro expanded his power and was cementing what we now understand is a destructive and oppressive form of government, communism. So it can be said that my parents did not leave Cuba with much of a happy, picturesque idea of being Cuban. Their new country, the one which would later witness my birth, offered them a chance at living free from oppression and building their ideal life. However, as we will explore in later podcasts, it was not necessarily a rose-filled welcome when they arrived to the United States of America. Instead, they endured many challenges and faced a plethora of obstacles due to many Americans not being fans of the idea of Cubans, whose native language is Spanish and not English, immigrating freely to the USA. Now we come to the part where we speak about how I was born into a family who although knew they were Cuban born, resented the fact that they were indeed that. Of course, it seems natural to feel resentment towards being Cuban when one sees the immense poverty, oppression, and control for which the Castro regime has provided the people of Cuba. Just as it is understandable that many Cubans who fled to the USA after Castro seized control of the government, would like to distance themselves from Cuba, and fully bask in the luxuries afforded to them thanks to the U.S. government allowing for their immigration. However, Cuba has a much richer and longer history. The history of Cuba is one of sheer determination, relentless fighting, and grandiose strength. And it is worth noting, all of these characteristics are a large part of why I am so proud of being Cuban. Also. I believe what most people fail to see is that Cuba existed long before Fidel Castro. To be Cuban is not to be pro-Castro or anti-Castro. Instead, to be Cuban is to be determined, persistent, and strong. To be Cuban is to overcome whatever difficulty is imposed on you because you know, thanks to the repetitive teachings of your Cuban parents, that you were born for greatness. You were born with the possibility of being not just a Cuban legend, but a worldwide icon, as was Jose Marti. Because you possessed the same blood and culture as Marti. Yet there I was in my late twenties, having to teach myself the Cuban national anthem because my parents strongly desired for me to solely feel pride in being born in the USA. Similarly, Most of the history of Cuba I have learned has been through pure individual interest instead of generational teaching. Simply put, I learned the history of Cuba because I wanted to be able to pass on to future generations not solely the aspects of Cuban culture which many are privy to, such as La Musica Salsa and Noche Buena, but also the struggles the Cubans of yesteryears endured just to be recognized as sovereign Now that we have learned a bit more about my feelings towards understanding and knowing the history of Cuba, let's dive in to the Cuban national anthem. Of course, we'll begin with some facts. The anthem's official name is La Valle Mesa and it was written by a man named Pedro Figueredo Cisneros, but everyone called him Perucho. Let's break down the title and author. The anthem was titled La Valle Mesa, in a way to pay homage to Perucho's hometown of Bayamó, Cuba. This city was founded in 1513 and is the second oldest on the island. It is located in the region of Cuba that is known as El Oriente. This region comprises the most eastern areas of the island. El Oriente could be seen as the countryside, as opposed to the more popular touristic destinations such as La Habana or central Cuba. Now we move on to the author, Perrucho. He was a lawyer by trade, and one of the men responsible for planning the first war for independence in Cuba. Please note that at the time Perrucho wrote La Bayamesa, Cuba was not a sovereign nation, but instead a colony of Spain. It was on June 11, 1868, that the people of Cuba first heard La Bayamesa in all its glory. Perrucho organized for the hymn to be played after a mass at the Bioma Main church as a call to action for those interested in fighting for the independence of Cuba from Spain. Let's now move on to the actual words which are still sung to this day. Being that it was written in Spanish, I will read to you line by line the original along with the English translated version. Al combate corred Bayameses, to battle, run, people of Bayamo, que la patria os contempla orgullosa, for the homeland is watching you proudly, no temais una muerte gloriosa, do not fear a glorious death, que morir por la patria es vivir, because to die for the homeland is to live, en cadenas Vivir es vivir. To live in chains is to live. En afrenta y oprobios sumidos. In dishonor and disgrace. De clarín escuchad el sonido. Hear the call of the bugle. A las armas valientes corred. Hasten, brave ones, to battle. So let's take a moment to think about what this says regarding the spirit of the Cuban people. For one, I believe choosing as the national anthem, the first rally cry in the war for independence from Spain, is especially telling of the warrior nature that is embedded within the country of Cuba. As I like to say, Cuba is a country which has never known a life without war. It took a combined 17 years of ongoing war for the Republic of Cuba to finally materialize in 1902 came just a mere four years of peace between 1902 and 1906, before more fighting began. However, this time, the fighting was regarding those who held political office. From 1906 to 1959, Cuba remained locked in internal struggles regarding various political leaders. It was not until Castro's revolution succeeded in taking control of the government that Cuba began to see a decline in physical fighting. Yet the incessant war was not over. Instead, the ways of war transformed to what could be stated as more diplomatic in nature. But nevertheless, it was once again Cuba versus other foreign countries, primarily the United States of America. All in all, the adoption of La Maya Mesa as the official national anthem for Cuba through constitutional amendment in 1940 is, in my opinion, one of the greatest sources of Cuban pride. And it is necessary to point out that La Valle Mesa has survived as the Cuban national anthem even throughout the 61 years of Castro's government. The children, adults, and elders of Cuba, regardless of their stance on Castro, all chant along proudly to La Valle Mesa to this very day because they know that this anthem transcends the affairs of the government and is not affiliated with their current feelings. Instead, La Vaya Mesa is a remembrance of the long struggle which their ancestors and mine endured to be recognized as Cuban, as people of our own country, not as property of another nation. To this I conclude with urging all Cuban Americans, regardless of generation, to feel pride in knowing La Vaya Mesa and in teaching those around them the beauty of being Cuban. We must unite as Cubans before we can delve into making any substantial changes in or for Cuba. Never forget your roots and always strive to live up to the best aspects of the culture we are blessed to be born into. All countries have their dark moments and unfortunately, some last longer than others. But that is not a reason to be ashamed of your heritage that is not a reason to be ashamed of being cuban similarly being proud of your cuban ancestry is not a condemnation of the values of being american nor does it demonstrate an ungratefulness for the country which took you in when yours failed to afford you with the liberty of expression and right to autonomy i hope you have enjoyed today's podcast and humbly request you share it with those you know. This is your host, Jasper Benitez. Until next time on Making Sense of the Cuban in Me.